This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean giggling in the background. <laughs> so we doing it, Frank. I know. And and Zoe Lyons encouraged it. Do I have to reach into the back of the car and start Were well, you two trying to drive? <laughs> Sorry, Frank. Um you so you can, it. you can, uh, anyway, that's who's with us this morning, um, Zoe Lyons. I'll, I'll knock your heads together. I don't think people do that with kids anymore, just as well. Do you know? Hold it, I've got to do my business. I've got to do my business. You can text the show at 8.12.15, follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Frank on the radio and email the show via frank at absoluteradio.co.uk. Okie dokie. Oh. Morning, uh, everyone. Morning, morning, Zoe. Morning. All the Good way from morning. Brighton. Yeah. 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 Um, Left the beach for you guys. Thanks. Do you yeah. live on the beach? <laughs> on You're the one beach. of those guys. On the You're the one beach. of those guys who bonfire at night yeah. during the summer. With me bongos. <laughs> so it's um, it's very nearly Emily Dean's birthday, so we did we did presents. We started the day with um, with gifts. I mean, my cup runneth over. <laughs> I like to say... Well, let's go up a size. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like to say that I'm not one to make a fuss about my birthday, because I always think it... <laughs> <laughs> I like to say... Oh, you like to say it. OK. <laughs> I don't like to do it. No. Because I feel, in principle, it's a bit GC, isn't it? It's, a bit, it's my birthday! Yeah. Hello! got me anything <laughs> but um i feel i've trained you all well and boy did you deliver this morning mm. but i'm glad you haven't gone into the um get into about 50 oh i don't really do birthdays anymore <laughs> no. or oh, i'm i'm 21 yeah again <laughs> yeah oh, exactly yeah. yeah you don't want to go into the 21 again thing. Oh, i've got no it's a bit rose clock that um i've got a t-shirt saying football that's all you ever think about, Frank Skinner. That's attributed to because he once said that to me. Yes, because uh, the producer Sarah and uh, Emily had uh, fantasy league teams, and honestly, I just sat here thinking, why can't we talk about why can't we talk about art and um, Ed Sheeran? That's saying something about think... football, Frank. That's well, I just I, honestly, it was it was a real case of will you stop just going on about it? So to have that on a T-shirt, it's been beautifully embroidered as well. That's not just printed on. That's that's been crafted. Yeah. yeah, I think yeah. Faye, the assistant producer, did that at home on a sampler. <laughs> <laughs> she's the, she's quite the, she's sort of medieval member of the team. Yeah, she bakes. <laughs> yeah, and embroiders. Embroiders, and yeah. she loves a tabard. I think she may weave. <laughs> <laughs> she may weave. Got a bit um, of wattle and daub down her front. Can you still get? Um, can you still get a fruit of the loom? Do you remember fruit of the loom used to be a big brand? Yeah, that's still around. Wattle and daub. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, there's all the gifts. <laughs> what a, they were a great double act. Hello, I'm Wattle. And I'm Dob. <laughs> and we are. Okay. I would actually go and see them. I see that. Yeah. So, Dave, 
Dave Wattle and Mike Daub. <laughs> Do you know, you, I wondered where you were going to go with Daub, but Mike, had, you yeah. nailed it. Because they're always, the, the, the first names of double X are always a tremendous disappointment, I think. <laughs> I you think, oh, I wish I'd just known the surnames there. <laughs> yes, you're absolutely right. And it's interestingly, because Mike's tend to be Michael's now. Mm. Mike, it was very 70s to shorten your name to Mike. But, you know, Little and Large, a great name, but Sid and Eddie, oh, that's, is that, that's those blokes. Those blokes is always in the pub. You know, that one that reads a novel instead of talking to people. <laughs> Sid. He's all right, he's very quiet. That was you, basically, Frank. You were, the, you were reading the novel. I couldn't the read, I was too drunk. Okay. <laughs> Good morning, so, everyone. Yes, the other um, gift. Now, this is something special. <laughs> I have, I hold in my hands, I spoke with the, the Chancellor of Germany this morning. I have a blush pink leather dog poo bag carrier engraved in gold with TCB, which stands for Frank Skinner. Taking care of business. <laughs> I mean, how brilliant is that? It's perfect. I just think someone now will commercially produce those because taking care of business poo bag holder. <laughs> Those people who are obsessed by Elvis blush pink and dog poo. Yes. Well, I mean, if you've gone dog lovers and Elvis fans, you've covered a great part of the planet. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it is. It's, it's, a, it's a great gift. And that, again, it emanates from the show. I don't know quite how, but I think even last week it was, um, yeah. it was mentioned. And now it exists. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. I love that. Um, so I've been um, I've been gigging this week mm. at um, Twenty One Soho. You ever played there? I Soho? I'm I'm familiar. I'm aware of the venue, but I haven't played it yet. It's very uh, very speak and span. Is it? Yeah. Apparently, it was um, <laughs> speak and span. <laughs> I don't really hear that outside of the musical Annie. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, I'm speak and <laughs> we're span. Yeah. <laughs> Ken Spick <laughs> and Alan Spam. <laughs> no, it got done, apparently. It got done on one of those makeover programmes. Oh, really? And they, and they got a free refurb. Oh, that's oh, quite... that's always clever. Nice. Yeah. Well, they turned, like, like sort of a shoddy old space and, like, what were you thinking? <laughs> well, like, well, sort of a cutting-edge sort of... Uh, so it is ...theatrical, quite... creative space. Yeah, and it is. It's it, And there's, like, a... Yeah, it's lovely. When you walk down to the dressing room, the other day you go downstairs into the dressing room mm. and you go like a little through a little lounge oh. where um, they have um, spoken word events and you could watch Wimbledon on this occasion. Oh, very jolly. And then through to my dressing room, which is actually the podcast studio. Okay. So, yeah, so... Um, Doubles up. Yeah. You must have been in some dodgy dressing rooms in your time. I, I certainly have. And um, yeah, done dodgy things in them. <laughs> oh, no, but God. yeah, strangest one, um, and I, I hope I don't disappear during the week having said this, but we used to do... There used to be one in Battersea that was in a Masonic Hall. Mm. 
that was the dressing room and it had all these things like it had a coffin in it with a padlock on <laughs> you know there's a lot of trust wow there's a lot you don't normally need them no, on you coffins don't, no, normally, but, um, nobody's coming out or no, in not generally but um, well, we could be in Burke and Hare yeah, oh, yeah. another great double hat yeah yeah, yeah <laughs> true but they actually um, exec- executed on the same day Burke and Hare because um, oh. they were worried if they didn't that they'd keep digging each other up <laughs> They weren't executed. Don't don't text in and say they weren't executed on the same day. It was a it was a jape. He's doing his Burke and Hare material. Yeah, you know the Burke and Hare material. I'll be glad of that in Edinburgh. (laughs) No, but in Edinburgh, local material. Yeah, they love it. Yeah. So um, anyway, the play the Twenty One Soho. Um, we've actually had someone. I I don't think I can read this out because Frank doesn't like to praise. Uh, he likes it. I like price, but I don't like pop. No. I don't want to read it out in public. You as want if to read look, to look you. Look at me. He doesn't <laughs> like indulgence. Look at no. me. Look at me. See, if I was a professional DJ, I'd play "Look at Me" by Jerry Halliwell. Now, I know she's not called Jerry Halliwell now, but she was then. Yeah. I'm trying to preempt all the um, texts of saying, "Yeah, well, you got that wrong actually," because she. Yeah. Okay. But Rachel has. Uh, can I say she very much enjoyed watching you? Mm. At 21 Soho. And she might have put a, ha- a hashtag national treasure in there. Okay. Well, I had one of the things that happened. Um, someone was in the front row mm. with, um, well, I'm, I'm going to make this into a cliffhanger. Mm. Something <laughs> I've never seen anyone in the audience um, holding before. <laughs> oh, God. on Absolute Radio. Um, so, yes, so there was a woman in the front row, and I thought she was holding a bolster. A what? You know a bolster? You know those circular pillows? Oh, yeah. Or tubular. Tubular, what, to prop you up in bed? Yeah, do you remember that uh, Mike Oldfield less successful <laughs> tubular sequel? Be- <laughs> tubular, tubular pillows. Bol- <laughs> <laughs> it was quite, quite a muted sound on it. Yeah. <laughs> we like tubular, just not pillows. The bolster <laughs> pillow is, I see it very much in the, um, the bracket of the bed jacket, Frank. Do you? Yeah, do you not? Well, I only recently found out what um, a bolster pillow is. Was for I'm, I'm, Zoe's looking at me in like I've never seen a bolster pillow. Aren't they called a Dutch wife? No, that's something else. Though. I'm yeah. pretty sure that's what it's called. I think that's something uh, else in the bedroom. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, the idea of this them is, is really I've got awkward. That completely yeah. wrong, haven't I, Frank? Oh can man, you, can you deal with this? <laughs> yeah, well, I'm, mo- I'm moving on. That's how I'm handling it. <laughs> No, the bolster. You know when you bolster, you bolster someone, you bolster support and stuff yeah. like that. It means you sort of you you add and the idea with a bolster pillow. I'm really I'm gonna have to Google this. The, the don't, don't, no, don't do no, that at home. No. Can I suggest you don't do that? Okay. When Kath's looking at your history. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> so. Um, so it goes under pillows if you want to sit up in bed. It's it's to bolster your pillows. Which is basically just another, just get another pillow. <laughs> I know, but it's good to have the tubular tubular pillow. Mm. So anyway, um, it wasn't a bolster. Oh, it was a dax hunt. A dog. Yeah. In the audience. <laughs> yeah, on the front row. And I'm guessing not a guide dog. 
Do they have guyed sausage dogs? <laughs> I wouldn't think so. Imagine if, like... if they live in a place with very narrow alleys. <laughs> I like the way... like a sort of torpedo guide dog for really, really speedy underwater uh, movement. People who like ferreting. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> The trouble is with that is that they would uh, the, the 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 sausage dog would go through a narrow space and you wouldn't be able to follow them. Yeah, that yeah. You know, like the cat whisker argument. The cat's whiskers are to measure whether they can get through the gap. I have a theory that's why women my age grow whiskers as we get older. Oh, the eyesight so goes, get... the chin hair grows, and then you can feel your way through doorways. Very good. Yeah. And I have a theory <laughs> that um, footballers in the 70s used to have comb overs so that when yeah. they blew, they could tell whether they would get through a gap between two defenders. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. see, that, that's one thing I really miss is the footballer with the, the, the comb over. Well, the comb over itself has virtually disappeared. It's such a shame. Yeah. It's only I only ever seen now amongst the uh, autograph community. My headmaster at school used to have this trick. My headmaster at school and had a the um, incredibly over recycled carrier bag to the point where the original design has, has crinkled away. Yeah. yeah. But the comb over still popular. I've I've put a few um, back in place just while mid mid chat without even Zoe, thinking about it. Can we just go back uh, briefly to Frank's pronunciation? Can you say the name of the dog again? The Dax. Is that wrong? Dushhund. Oh. Why do you Sausage say Sausage dog. I liked your... No, it just felt very Germanic. I enjoyed it. Well, it's a German dog, of course. Mm. Which means, is, um, hence... Um, meaning? Do you know what it translates yes. as, literally? Oh, yes. quite lovely. I think, I think it's badger dog, isn't it? Lovely. Yes. Mm. Correct. Um, I... Um, because they often used to wear like seven or eight badges, like <laughs> again popular amongst the autograph community. Well, I would have said it's similar to you, but and when I had Rob Beckett on my podcast, he said um, Dashend. He said it was Dashend. Yeah, well, I mm. often go to him for my foreign pronunciations. <laughs> for yeah, dog naming. Yeah, I mean, he's last comedian you'd phone for a foreign pronunciation <laughs> list. He'd be on there, I think. Yeah, Dashund. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think it's Dachshund. Like hunt, I'm common with. Uh, hunt, because here yeah. is Lumpy, Lumpy ist mein Hunt. Was, um, I'm sorry one to of, hear that. One of the first, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a mix of a totus, which dogs don't normally get. Um, yeah, well, when I learnt German at school, that was one of the first ever slides that we had, um, was here is Lumpy, Lumpy ist mein Hunt. Here is, here is Lumpy, Lumpy is my dog. Did it come in handy on visits to Germany? Um, it, it did, actually. Um, I had to, obviously, it meant that my dog had to travel under a Everywhere. false name. <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. When you mention the fact that the, the Dax Hunt is German, um, do you remember during, I think it was the, possibly the... Um, early stages of one of those invasions that the Americans and the British did with Bush and Blair. Mm -hmm. And the French wouldn't send any troops. And in America there was a protest, so they wouldn't call French fries French fries yeah. anymore. Do you remember what they called them? Freedom fries. Yeah, and, oh, and yeah. also liberty fries was one of the things mm. they got called. Oh. And in World War One, the Dax Hunt, because it was a German dog mm. uh, they went once 
America went into the war, they called them Liberty Hounds. Really? Yeah. Can you believe that? The Liberty Hounds. Because they wouldn't, they wouldn't um, say the, the German word. word. Yeah. Oh. Oh, that's all my... Called... I think that's all my accent. Uh... Sausage, they could have just stuck with Sausage Dog. They do. They, I think they call them... Uh, Wiener, wiener hounds. Wiener in hound. The, in a, yeah. Wiener hound. Another one. I had. A, I had a very good. Thank you. Blonde. Do you know? I funny enough. Mm-hmm. I was watching a program. It was on early doors this morning. I've never seen this before. It was called Dogs. You watched the program on early doors. Was it medieval <laughs> cathedral entrances? It was about tabards. series. Watland door patch. <laughs> it was the I'm ten- going to do that. Medieval cathedral entrances. <laughs> early doors with Frank Skinner. <laughs> yeah, look at the hinges on that. Yeah. Oh, dear. Hinge and bracket could be on it. Um, what were their first names? So this- <laughs> Daphne. No, I think it was Dame Evadne Hinge and Hilda Brackett. Hilda Brackett, yes. Yes. Come on, that is impressive. (laughs) Uh, So I was watching, it was one of the 6.30 AMs, you know, and it was something like, it was called Dogs with Extraordinary Jobs. And I thought, oh, this will be good. (laughs) Accountancy. Well, I thought, I was hoping for architect, (laughs) not going to lie. Or maybe orthodontist, something a bit... I got let, let down like this the first time I tuned into Animal Hospital. <laughs> I thought it'd be like Alsatians with scalpels gaffer taped to their paws doing minor operations. With those white claws. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it was very Dal- disappointing. Dalmatian pushing a trolley past. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Pomeranian on the reception, I imagine. <laughs> yeah, do you Did know you what hear the Pomeranian I... scandal this week? No. Um, there's a, um, somewhere, um, I think in, I think it's on somewhere in East England, which is a phrase you don't hear that often. Um, someone sold a bunch of Pomeranians, oh. Pomeranian poppies mm. oh, um, no. on the internet. Pe- Pomeranian poodle pub. Yeah, you know Pomeranians are tiny little fluffy yeah. dogs. Yeah. And then um, none of them developed quite as they expected and they turned out to be guinea pigs. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was a scam. <laughs> oh. I know that. Do you think that's Ray is, a, is one of those maybe? Your, do- your dog's a guinea pig. My really, dog's my- a guinea pig. It's like the man on my street who I think he bought, he think, I think he thought he bought a pygmy pig. One of those little pigs. What yeah. was it? It was a massive pig. It was oh, just a baby wow. pig. It oh, was wow. just a baby yes. pig that grew into a massive pig and he lived oh, on the second floor. Flat. No. Oh, yeah, wow. Yeah. No, imagine that day when you decide yeah. I'm going to have to slaughter. <laughs> oh, 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 no, you're hoping for a pet and you ended up getting oh. a larder full. Yeah. Oh, that's uh, that's that, that's so an listen, awful moment. The dogs with extraordinary jobs. Hold on, we have to make this a cliffhanger. <laughs> Um, I'm looking very, very much forward to what these the extraordinary jobs are, but we'll see. Frank Skinner. Absolute radio. So anyway, the dogs, dogs with jobs, is that what it was called? Dogs with extraordinary jobs. Okay. Mm. I hope this is not going to be uh, a documentary about poo. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a really misleading title, wouldn't it? (laughs) Oh, yeah, that one's got a mouse skull in it. (laughs) Or maybe a dog owned by the love child of Steve Jobs with the first name Extraordinary. Yeah. Yeah. You never know. Yeah. Uh, I'm afraid 
you're going to be disappointed. Oh. I mean, what were you hoping for, Frank? Alsatian anaesthetists or something? Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. I don't know about that. That would be really worrying. I was thinking accountants <laughs> or maybe solicitors. Imagine you were going for an operation, Alsatian. <laughs> um, is, is it going to be like the ones that... Um, do the sniffing at um, festivals airports, and airports. Yeah. I once saw a sniffer dog. I don't know if he's doing it on purpose, um, but it was walking on the baggage carousel <laughs> mm. and not moving. It's like a, like, <laughs> like it was moonwalking. Oh. And it That's made me cool. think. It made me think. I need never take the dog for a walk again. I can just just put it on the. Just uh, buy a massive <laughs> luggage carousel for your yeah, living room. No, you but you can have one of those treadmills <laughs> at home. I was, and never, just. Uh, I've never thought of that. Maybe have you ever done that? With your dog, just get a treadmill. Get a we're, treadmill. All, we're all dog owners. Or get a chihuahua and take it to Yo Sushi and I just try- watch it walk around that. <laughs> I tried it, but the the dog um, worked out that it could do that itchy bomb thing on it without having to pull itself along. Oh. And then, you know, I didn't want... Once There's, it had got a, a go-faster yeah. stripe on the treadmill. <laughs> oh, there is, no. You can't retain any dignity once a dog does that, no, does it? No, no. Really? No. Watch me. Um... Come on, what's the? Ex- what are their extraordinary jobs? Then, I mean, I'm sure that I would. I think they should rebrand mm. this, mm. rename it, dogs with Job. quite helpful jobs. Mm. Right, okay, okay. <laughs> I tune into that. <laughs> Has there ever been a TV show with the word "quite" God. in the title? <laughs> no, because I think we're I'm not far off that. No, because I'm not a commissioning editor. Uh, but when okay. I am, yeah. I'd like right. twelve fifteen. It's a TV show title with quite in it. <laughs> Great text. Um, dogs are quite <laughs> helpful jobs. It's things like herding. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, when the herd moves, it moves fast. So there were things like sniffing out endangered species. Sniffing out endangered <laughs> species. I don't know if I'd trust a dog going <laughs> that job. Oh yeah, there's only three, um, two, <laughs> two of those left. <laughs> Drop it! Drop it! Drop it! Drop it! <laughs> drop the dodo. Um, <laughs> drop the dodo would be uh, yeah, that'd great be band. A, that'd be a good game as yeah. well, wouldn't it? Uh, there were rescue dogs. Again, quite helpful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not very extraordinary. That's not extraordinary. Unless you mean rescue on mo- dogs, motorbikes. Do you mean from dog rescue things or dogs that dogs rescue? Dogs that rescue. Oh, dog. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm thinking St. Bernard with small barrel of rock <laughs> fitted to the front with of the brandy. car. Brandy. Brandy. I don't brandy, know if they have it? the brandy anymore, do no. they? Did they ever? Well, I think they probably did once, but I don't think they were allowed well, so anymore. Well, you could have in an avalanche situation as a brandy. Is that, Is that right? Well, it opens up the blood vessels and you cool down even more. How the hell and do you, you know that? Just... Yes. Oh. <laughs> this, yes, I remember reading this in your book, <laughs> yes. the, the Killer St Bernards. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Night of the Killer St Bernards, yeah. That, so the dogs are there deliberately... Just um, knocking you off, just oh, getting you. Yeah. Oh, man, <laughs> that is an yeah. unusual job, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah, I suppose that it's for years of dogs being put out of their misery by humans and getting their own back. Yeah. Oh, wow. So um, there are things like there's the Newfoundland named Reef who was mm. teaching a German shepherd water rescue. It was what, things dogs like that. teaching dogs? <laughs> teaching it, yeah. Which is on the side of a pool with a whistle and some speedos. Like that. Wow, the blind leading the blind. <laughs> and they had things, a search and rescue border collies. Yeah. Because they're very, they're, they are really are quite helpful. I've got a Jack Russell. I don't know what he'd do for a, for a job. Probably sell stuff Big down wow, the market. I've got a Dutch wife. <laughs> <laughs> 
This is Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner. This is Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Um, I'm with Emily Dean and Zoe Lyons is with us today. Please text the show on 812.15. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Frank on the Radio. Email the show via frank at absoluteradio.co.uk. You uh, asked our readers, our lovely readers, to send in any TV shows they could think of with quite in the title. Oh, yes. And that was following, uh, we were talking about extraordinary dogs. <laughs> Quite interesting dogs. And I said they were what they Well, were. dogs with extraordinary yeah, jobs. Dogs with extraordinary jobs. And I said it should be called dogs that are quite helpful. <laughs> yes. So we have Snooky 100. I mean, I think a lot, of, a lot of our readers are reaching, but, you know, this is why we love them. Yes. Doctor Quite Medicine Woman. <laughs> wow. I like Snooky. Yeah. Uh, Juan Lyle. Doctor Doc Quite would have been a very nuanced <laughs> version of Doctor Now, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah. Not negative, but a little bit reticent. That's yeah. how I find him. <laughs> or. Uh, uh, Juan Lyle. Yeah says credit where it's due dogs sniffing out uh, tiger or blue whale would both be unusual and highly impressive and dangerous so that was a dog related one mm. but then we have Darren McKay they don't have, they don't have dogs working as comedy critics do they that <laughs> well, would explain that the, exactly, that's what I'm thinking <laughs> did he have a tiny notepad he had one of those you know those pens that light up when you write with yeah. them I've seen oh, those on I'd critics worry. before yeah oh and red wine mouth, maybe. I've oh, seen yeah. those on critics before. Uh, Darren McKay, <laughs> quite a mass, but only in Wolverhampton. Quite, quite a mass. That's when people used to say, um, you know, k- kipper ties, those um, big broad ties. Fat tie at the oh, yeah. But they also, it's, or, or someone ordering a drink in Birmingham. <laughs> Can I have a keep a tie, please? <laughs> but it doesn't one, quite get it. They never quite work. The one that we keep getting through, and a number of our readers have sent in, is people are asking, does QI count, of course? Because it yes. does stand for... Oh, it, it stands for quite interesting, yeah. doesn't it? So yeah, but totally it's interesting. Counts. It's inter- It's almost like it is quite interesting that mm. someone at the QI thing in the early days must have thought, we can't have quite... In the um, in yeah. the title because that's never happened. And somebody said, "What about um, Doctor Quite Medicine?" Well, no, that you'll find that's wrong. So they didn't go quite. Yeah. Maybe there is no yeah. actual TV quite. pro with quite in there. And Hopkins, one of our regulars, Hopkins, he's been in touch to say, with regards to working dogs, bracket sounds like a Philip Larkin poem. A mate of mine rehomed a retired police dog and I had visions of an Alsatian turning up driving a Rover 214 with a set of golf clubs. I like that he's driving a Rover. (laughs) (laughs) We used to to have to separate him with a broom in my days. Oh, do you remember? The Rover was the police car, wasn't it? Yeah. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember the Rover? Do you remember the... Yeah. Oh, I love it. I think I remember the Panda car. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, I was a. I loved a rover. That used to very be... rare now. The panda car. Very very. Get a rare. few in China in captivity. Just rolling about. <laughs> well, everyone's sort of got the same car now. But those were the days when your car was a real statement, wasn't it? 
Tell so if you I drive like. a Daimler, that said a lot. What about when you see like just an ordinary car and suddenly blue lights come on? Have you ever seen that? Yes, oh, I suddenly yeah. transforming. You get to the little it. blue lights right at the front, yeah. right in the grill. Yeah, and, yeah. Is that is that the undercover police? Yeah, oh, I think so. Yeah, otherwise someone slightly badly designed <laughs> one of those stretch limos for hen parties where the lights will be on the inside, or the LED lighting underneath. I've never fully understood those. Well, yeah, no. yeah, fun. That's yeah. the answer to that. So, what did turn up with the police retired police car? Did, or did it was an Alsatian? I don't know. Yes. Yeah. He's just said he. That, that's the extent of his. Um, I don't have any further information at this stage. Okay. Is it just okay. Alsatians that work for the police, or do they have? Um... It's just no, they Alsatian. Have, they have just, undercover do they poodles. Have undercover? <laughs> yeah. Do they have undercover poodles? I'd love that. Undercover poodles are just hanging around, you yeah. know, in the rougher dog areas, and no one's, no one's got any idea. And then suddenly they whip out their ID. I ate it when they did that. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Anyway, that was uh, the Queen's Head with Your God Owes You Money. Oh, I, actually, I'm speaking of, I should do a couple of thank yous while we have this. Um, Robin Haley um, sent me some uh, pants through the post. Pants? Oh, can you keep yeah. your private life out of the show, please? Um, I wanted to send this last Christmas, open brackets, tune, but didn't. <laughs> Saw your little gig at 21 Savo on Monday, went to give it to you then, but you were too interested in your Doctor Who dolls. Um, someone gave me, a, um, I don't call them dolls, they gave me some... Figurines. Uh, yes, some action-type figures from um, the yes, 19th... That sounds much more acceptable than macho <laughs> figurines. Yeah. Like Doctor Who figurines. From the 1964 serial, The Sensorites, if you're interested. Not really. Okay. Zoe, we're, we're going to get along. Okay, good. <laughs> and also, while I'm on it, Chris Q, as in the gardens, um, uh, mm. sent me a uh, sent uh, you and I actually, Emily, um, some bin stickers, all of which are puns on the word bin. So I've got like Jeremy Corbyn. Spelt B-I-N. Okay. And uh, for you, he's gone for Bindi Crawford. <laughs> oh, okay. I enjoy that. And you stick them I on your bins okay. to make them distinctive. I hope it's, not, it's not a little problematic, is it? I think it's okay. What, but I think it's... <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I, mean, you know. I think it's all right. Yeah, is that to stop your neighbours nicking your bins? I mm. think it's for that... You know that moment when the bins have been left on the pavement, they're all it's gathered together? I, yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm just glad he's avoided the... Uh, the obvious <laughs> on the bin front because I, I wouldn't have felt comfortable with that. Well, he's, I think his most <laughs> inventive I mean. one is that my son is a, a massive Alice Cooper fan and mm. he obviously thought, well, I want to include that. And he has really pushed it and he's gone for Vincent Fernier, mm. uh, which is Alice's real name is Vincent Fernier. Wow. So that, that, I mean, that's, that's extra effort. That's, that's the extra mile. Metal bin sticker talk. <laughs> yes. Alan Del Monte. Okay. Okay. You don't hear a lot about him anymore, do you? No, no. <laughs> he was a very positive album. character. <laughs> he was huge in the 80s. He was, yeah. I wonder if he ever met Dr. No. <laughs> Did we 
Can we establish? I mean, we should say for younger readers, Frank, do you want to explain who we're talking about with Del Monte? Well, there used to be um, popular canned fruit. Um, the company of of uh, was called Del Monte, and the man from Del Monte never quite clear whether he owned Del Monte or whether he was some sort of travelling rep. What was his? Oh, role? I always felt like he was a rep, like well, he was just sort of wandering around other people's orchards. Just I thought he was pineapples. the owner. I tell you, he always he had a Panama hat. Mm-hmm. Did he? I think. No, you're thinking of Michael Morperga. No, he loved a Panama. Yeah, well, he probably was from Panama, so it's sort of. Well, do you okay. want to finish this? Anyway, story? he would turn up at a plantation. In the ad, this was. Yeah, and it might be like an, an orange grove. And um, he would try a few oranges. Mm. And obviously this is, for the people who ran the Grove... Uh, Big uh, day. Yeah, they looked um, like low-income families who this was quite a big decision whether they were going to get this massive contract. Yeah. <laughs> and um, he would... And then there would be... He would smile and yeah. nod and someone would say, the man from Del Monte, he say, say yes. yes. Yeah. Oh. I, you know, I mean, they would be Spanish, native and Spanish then- For several years, I don't know, uh, my mother certainly uh, continued using that catchphrase, I'm afraid, well beyond its sell-by day. Mm. I mean, up until probably the 2000s. I think my family used um, those tin fruit well beyond their (laughs) sell-by They never go off. They they last to infinity and beyond, don't they, tin fruit? What's that Australian film, Welcome to... One one or something like that about a tin fruit plantation. This isn't radio, is it? It's conversation. No, it's just right. conversation. Yeah. We'll we'll come back to yeah. all this. We've had some news, rather sad news. We were discussing the man from Del Monte. Yes, we were just explaining uh, that he's basic. A role was to decide on um, on uh, fruit yeah. um, orchards and whether they were good or bad. And uh, the big thing was the men from Del Monte say yes. He say yes. He say yes. Roy Rockcliffe and several other people, but Roy Rockcliffe has got in touch to say the man from Del Monte uh, died. I think it was might have been yesterday, age oh. ninety one. He was from Bolton. And he Hold was... it, he was from Bolton. Yeah. Mm. I, I, you know what? I know this is um, makes me something of a naive. You thought he was from Ecuador or... Yeah, I'm mm. really... I am, I'm in the Michael Caine mould. <laughs> Remember yeah. Michael Caine saw a coffee advert, <laughs> fell in love with the woman, spoke to his agent and said, I've, I've, I'm obsessed with this woman. Do you have any contacts in Brazil? And he said, I think she lives in Hendon. <laughs> yeah. That's what I had with the Churchill dog. It turned out he's a little posh and from Knightsbridge. I thought he was going to be a lovely down-to-earth dog. What? That's awful. Man from Del Monte. Oh, respect. Yes. <laughs> yes. I've heard that a few times. Yeah. <laughs> um, he uh, just a few credits in case you're interested. He made film appearances in Carry On, Sergeant. Okay, with William Hartnell, actually, the first Doctor, oh, who I was go. given an action oh, figure of no. on Monday night. It's Are a we fabulous. back to that? <laughs> Zoe, we're always oh. back to that. Revenge of the Pink Panther. Okay. Oh, brilliant. And The Heroes of Telemark. Which and, I love that film. Which the my, Heroes my, my, of my Telemark. My mother's boyfriend is in that film. 
You see, that's incredible. Mm. It's, Not really. Yeah, it's set in Norway during the Second World War, and uh, Kurt Douglas, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. based on the Norwegian heroes who oh, tried to defeat the Nazis. But the reason I love it, I'm afraid is... my mother's boyfriend. I'm afraid he was on the wrong side, but you know. Well, you know, it's acting. Yeah. It's acting, isn't it? Yeah. There's some of the jumpers in that film. The sweaters are exceptional. <laughs> Have you got mixed up with the heroes of Primark? <laughs> <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> the heroes Possibly. of Walmart. <laughs> yeah, one of those low-budget movies. <laughs> <laughs> you have to flick through till you find something in the right size. <laughs> oh, I know. The heroes are... Te- oh, it's... I don't yeah. know it. Yeah. Oh, it's a really... Kurt Douglas in a little the, uh... jumper and he's got a little knapsack on and it's it's really iconic. You'd love yeah. it, Frank. I'm yeah. surprised it hasn't... I mean, it's on pretty much every Christmas. Yeah. Is it really? Mm. I, I sort of have it as a vague memory, but don't okay. know anything about it. Uh, he also was in The Avengers, The Persuaders, Zed Cars and Casualty. Oh, Natch. top man. Yeah. It says here as well that the man from Del Monte, he, he filmed 25 commercials shown in 32... Con- that's a big contract, isn't it? That's a lot... That's That's... That's nice. That's all I'm saying is, if you're the man from Del Monte and they go, there's going to be 25 of these, you're like, sweet and Well, I'll tell you what you're going to say, Zoe, when you see that. You're going to say, yeah! That's what uh, Del Monte said when they put the phone down from his agent. Yeah. Say yes. Um... Yeah, well, good on him. That's, what an amazing that's quite, career. That's a good... Act. That, I, I, I should think Gary Lineker's beaten that on the Chris Bads. More than thought? twenty. Yeah, there's yeah, quite a few Christmas I, I, out I'm there. I'm guessing he he says uh, he says yes. Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, there's a lot of shuffling of paper. It's like it's like <laughs> the news in here. It's Trevor McDonald's just come into the studio. Isn't well, it? Thank breaking you. news. Breaking Tremendous. news. Breaking news. As we know, summer is here, and mm. uh, time to crack open an alternative wardrobe. I think I've been wearing my shorts since April. Right, I like people who make summer happen. Yeah, mm. I've been wearing my shorts since April. You've gone combat today, though. On the I've top, gone car- like. I'm surprised you can see me over here because I'm wearing <laughs> quite a lot of camo. Mm. But this is very bright, and you see, this is oh. this is yeah, this is this is allowed. Women of my age are allowed to wear. I mean, I came here on my skateboard because I live in Brighton. That's, <laughs> that's that's allowed. But I was reading about Jerry Horner. Formerly Jerry Halliwell. Oh, yes. And apparently now she only wears white. That she's cut out all the confusion, all the choices, all the daily decisions, and just has a wardrobe made up of predominantly white, and I'm going to say cream. Oh, I didn't know she lapsed into cream. She lapsed into cream. Yeah. Yeah. I think full fat cream as well. Not sort of an oatly cream, like a proper full fat cream. Right, Okay. I can't believe that Jerry Horner does a full fat anything. No. But but that's it. She doesn't fear a gold button, though. Oh, she'll accessorise with a button. (laughs) Oh, she will. I'll tell you what, um, when I read this, I thought, oh, showbiz. (laughs) Because I thought... This was the most famous person, one of the most famous mm. people on the planet, yeah. yep. what, 30 years ago. Yeah. She has worn only white clothes since 2019. Yeah. And mm. nobody's noticed nobody's until this noticed. week. <laughs> That's hard. Because it's a big statement, isn't it? it? Is. You would think people would have picked up, but no one has noticed. If you started dressing like a Zen monk over mm. a decade ago, well, I and could nobody's... Do it. I could do it till uh, year zero now and no one would yeah. notice it with me. But, I mean, she was, an, you know, enormous. I think the problem is, what, that white... 
you know, it's meant to symbolise all these wonderful things mm. like, you know, purity and innocence. I do associate it with the corrupt cult leader Netflix documentary. Mm. Um, they do favour a white robe. They do. Yeah. Yes. So it, it, the PR and is... <laughs> You know Yarny, the new age musician. Have you ever seen him? Is it I don't Yanny? think. I, I think it's. I think is it Yanny? I believe it's. I don't know. I thought. Oh, it's Yarny in our house. Um, when we chant when his you're name. When we chanting together. Yeah, we're, we're waiting for the uh, waiting for the uh, Netflix live gig to kick in. You know Yanny, that bit where it's Yarny when it's, when it's buffering. Yarny, Yarny, Yarny. Then he comes on. Bit of wail, bit of wail backing singers. Oh, no. Yeah, I know what you mean. I'd be worried about someone mm. who wore white all the time unless they were um, heavily involved in test cricket. Do you know, when I read this, it actually made me physically stressed. I, I mm. felt anxious about it. All white? Yeah. No. Yeah, it's, no. A stre- I'm it's, it is, it's a stress fest to wearing white, isn't I'm it? Clumsy, I, almost, I almost never. She's basically embraced the life of the Roman citizen, really. Mm. Like yeah. a toga party gone too far. <laughs> I'd like I, to go to one of those. A though. toga party? Yeah, because they did... They. I, I'm, not, I'm not clear, perhaps one of our readers knows, but I uh, understood that a lot of the time we assume that Romans wore all white mm-hmm. because actually we're basing it on statues. Yes. And there were, there were pops of colour. Particularly for oh, magistrates. Yeah. Pops oh, yeah. of colour. <laughs> this idea that they just wore. <laughs> oh, Caesar, I love it. Do you like it? Is it popping? Is it popping? It's my laurel that's popping. That's my laurel popped. <laughs> Caesar, what about a pop of cerise? Cerise, a pop of cerise. They must have just called toga parties parties back in the day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you wore a toga, Frank, what shade would you go? I see you in a burgundy. Oh, I don't know about a burgundy. Why not? Burgundy? I don't know if I can... I I, I don't want it to sort of clash with my veins. (laughs) (laughs) Frank Skinner. There's an irony to this. Jerry Halliwell only ever wears white. And we were talking about... I agree with you. Um, Zoe, I almost, I rarely wear it because I always think I'm going to get something on it. Yeah, Um, She bought me, many years ago, she bought me three pairs of white boxer shorts. Jerry did? Jerry did, yeah. No way. And, um, I mean, that's... you stayed over, or...? That's a treble stress fest, white boxers. (laughs) What the hell was going on? I, I, um... I mean, I couldn't. I couldn't look my cleaner in the eye for months. <laughs> That's why she left me for Daniel Craig. Did you know that? So your cleaner left you for Daniel Craig. She did. She swapped Calvin's for speedos. Wow. Mm. But anyway, so um, yeah. So I've uh, yeah. I've, I think I've still. I think one of those pairs of uh, boxes still survives. The Jerry. The Jerry box. The Jerry box. I get. I uh, passed on some pants no easy way of saying this some pants that David Gandhi you did. had given me for you 
Yeah, they're very. I'm still um, working. Do you my wear way the Gandhi pants? Them. I do. I've I've Gandhi virtually pants. worn them out. <laughs> oh wow! I've got. A, I work very I'll visually, s- and that's going to stay with me for a while. Yeah. Trust me, it'll stay with all of us. Yeah. Love. Well, I work very musically, and all I can think is, uh, yeah. What what's going to cover that though, Frank? The Gandhi pants can. Oh, the Gandhi pants can. Oh, we love Gandhi. Yes. Um. So David Gandhi, run about. Yeah, I mean, you? we love all the Gandhis. But, uh, <laughs> Gandhi's but he's, uh, he's, he's a prominent pants. I would pants. imagine if you'd got pants off Mahatma Gandhi, they'd be slightly baggier. Yeah, they would be. Yeah. yeah. And also, uh, they'd be straight on eBay, yeah. to be honest with you. <laughs> Mahatma Gandhi pants. Um, whereas David Gandhi's was straight on eBay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so, I need a noise of some sort for that. That was so good. Uh, a horn or a... Hold on. I, I have it. That, that sounds Beautiful. like outside number 10 this week. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you. Yeah. Can I say, by the way, and we, don't really, we don't really do political comment on this show, but if you're the Prime Minister and you're going to make a major speech, mm. get a nice lectern. Yes. Don't get one that looks like it's from some terrible corporate gig in yep. Northamptonshire four-star hotel. It's got like laminate on it or something, it's, isn't it's it? It's one of those, fl- you can put it, yeah. you can put your fist through it. It's one yeah. of those that's just got and like brown sticky <laughs> on it. I mean, it's a prime minister. I want one of those eagle wing, oak eagle wings. You'd you want know? solid wood. I mean, You'd he want might... a solid wood. Oh, dear. <laughs> no, he I might. Said, and that's a sentence I don't often say. <laughs> no. but I would, I would want something of you want structure. Yeah, but the nastiest. <laughs> Honestly, if I had to write a list of nasty lecterns, nasty. <laughs> you might as well have had one of those see-through plastic lecterns <laughs> yeah. that people have on their mopeds when they're doing the knowledge. You know those ones yeah. with a map on it. I tell you, we and might have had yeah. no, but so specifically a very cheap. Blue, royal blue clipboard. Yeah. You know those ones? Yeah. That would have if been If you're doing better. a driving awareness <laughs> test or something. That would have been better. I was thinking, <laughs> don't lean on that. It's going to go. It's go- <laughs> that would be flimsy. Well, if you just go and go, good afternoon, and a lent on it, and the whole thing is just so full Imagine over. if he was saying, no, is that the only lectern we've got? That thing. <laughs> yeah, but if it had blown over, yeah. can you imagine that to the strains of... They should have had that lettering. You know that black on gold lettering that people stick on that's slightly angled? You know that really terrible, the worst lettering ever? They should have had that on the front with Prime Minister on it. Is that the leaving lectern, though? Is there a better one when you're no, arriving? No, I just think they've got one rubbish lectern oh. in, in that sort of historical home. Oh. For goodness sake. Lectern hell. That's what I'm calling this week. <laughs> This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Zoe Lyons. You can text the show on 812.15, follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Frank on the Radio, email the show via frank at absoluteradio.co.uk. We discuss us... Um, the former Ginger Spice, mm. as she was uh, oh, sure, sir. Yeah. And her very uh, white wardrobe. Her very white wardrobe. I remember hearing a story about uh, the great Terence Dix. You know Terence Dix? No, no, he but. Was a, he was um, quite a, a major um, writer stroke script editor on Doctor Who. Oh, 
right. And um, oh, his publisher, he wrote several, many, many books. His publisher said that she went to for to lunch. Uh, they're not all out of print, actually. <laughs> well, they are. You can get two dirty copies on eBay. No, that is not true. These Target books are to continue to sell. Nevertheless... Um, I mean, that's a desperate man. His Target books continue will to Will you let me Sorry. tell it? So his publisher, <laughs> I met his publisher, and she said, I, went, I took Te- um, Terence out for lunch, as publishers do. And she said he had a white uh, polo neck sweater on. Oh, oh no. Yeah. That, oh, oh, instantly my armpits yeah, started to sweat exactly. with anxiety. But that's peak 70s man. Uh, with like a, a, a black jacket. And then, um, anyway, she knocked a glass of red wine over oh. and it went over the thing. And she went, oh my God, Terence, I'm sorry, that's the worst possible thing. And what did he and say? And he said, I'll sort it out. And he went off to the toilet mm. and then came back and it had all gone. What does he do? And um, she said, well, how did you do that? He said, I, I turned it round. <laughs> That's why you wear a polar neck. Yeah. It's a rotatory it, top. It's perfect, isn't it? it? Do you know what? I've, I'm now rethinking my wardrobe with... with are you? Pale p- polar necks. Yeah, you can just spin the whole thing round. Yeah, it's I mean, brilliant. why did and I... it still make... looks like a horrible white polar neck. Well... He wore it well. Mm. Little old-fashioned. But, but why, why do they do that thing with T-shirts where they're slightly lower at the front? You know, mm. they're just stopping you from rotating because they want you to get a new T-shirt. The that polo is... neck is very associated. I mean, I do associate it with the the sort of uh, sci-fi villain, really, particularly white. Yeah. Hey, because that's yeah. very future. Frank, what mm. was that thing you made me watch recently? And I was... Crying with Space laughter. 1999. Oh. Yeah, there's a lot of white. There's a lot of white and a lot of polo. There's Nick. a lot of EPL. Yeah. I mean, everyone's got white. I was, I've never turned anything on, Zoe. Mm. If anyone wants a good laugh, turn on this show that Frank likes. Space what? I'm writing Space it down. 1999. Space 1999. Space 1999, right. Well, it's, I mean, it's a uh, sci-fi. <laughs> you know Jerry Anderson, who made all the Thunderbirds mm. and that? It was when he sort of went live action. Okay. And I tell you, there was an, a strange thing in it is there was a, a, a children's pop presenter called Aisha Broth, very beauty, mm. beautiful young woman who I had a big crush on when I was a child. And um, she used to wear a big silver eye yeah. pendant, eye for Aisha. Right. And um, she was um, one of those, you know, sci-fi girls used to get in the... Uh, I was watching an original um, Star Trek the other day and there was a whole conversation done with three scantily clad women just standing in the background like scenery. Mm. Mm. Different different times. We didn't different know. Different times. We didn't know. Different times. Anyway, Aisha Broth in Space 1999, I hope I've got this right because one, the most unforgiving audience of all is the sci-fi. <laughs> If it's if it's UFO, I'm in big trouble. I'm thinking. I'm suddenly thinking. No, it's UFO, Frank. It's UFO. Anyway, carry on. Uh, and she wore the eye pendant in yeah. the in the drama over the top of her space uniform. So unprofessional. I mean, you can't do that. I mean, what are you going to do if you've got if you're in the RSC or something? No, I'm sorry. I have to wear the eye. Yeah, pendant. I have to, I'd yeah. wear it. Yeah, <laughs> I'd you? totally wear it. Yeah, no, you can't. I'd take it over. Yeah, but would you wear a Lurex pantsuit with a belt? You know me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Why are you pretending that that isn't what she's wearing at the moment? Frank Skinner.
I'll tell you what the Jerry, Jerry, just to round off this Jerry Halliwell thing, I um, it reminded me of some really out-of-date advice I was given. Um, it's out-of-date now. A driver who I used to have um, regularly oh, yeah. said to me, um, never start a relationship in the summer because everybody looks good with a tan. <laughs> and uh, I, the reason the Jerry thinks, I reminded, if you got a tan on holiday, you would mm. always wear white when you went back to work. To accentuate. Yeah. Mm. Oh, but I told you I can't bear that. Mm. It's one the, of, people, are, people are rivals in white and flip-flops. Oh, and yeah. white capri-cut trouser. Oh, come on. Mm. Have some self-respect. But the idea now that people only have tans in the summer seems like a, <laughs> an alien <laughs> concept indeed. When you're out in the fields working, that's yeah. where you get your tan. So yeah. um, now I suppose you could have to modify that to don't have a relationship because mm. everybody looks good Yeah, the tan. That's it. Frank, do you have a white man from Del Monte suit? I don't. I have a cream suit that I have worn for test cricket of watching. Yes. You of see, course. if you were only allowed one cut, like if you were allowed, if you're going to go for one colour in the wardrobe, mm. what would you go for? You can only wear one colour all year round. Don't even have to think about it. Go Frank, on, thanks, Skinner. Be you. green for me. Green. Yeah. Green. <laughs> What the hell is wrong with you? No, I, 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 first of all, I like to coordinate with my teeth. <laughs> but also, I just love, I love green. If anyone asked me any green. question about colour, like my partner this week said to me, we're getting like a, a new thing in the front room. And mm. she said, what, what, they, they're suggesting grey. I'm thinking white. What do you think? I said green. And mm. I think we might go for that. Great. It's a lawn. It's a small lawn. I mean, you yeah, say, I was going to say. Yeah. You say, wait. Depends on a fireplace or. No, it's it's the area above the fireplace and behind the telly. If you really want to know, you know that that sort of square above the fireplace oh. where you put the telly. You're in the chimney shaft. Your yeah. chim- chimney shaft again was a very, the, the less <laughs> successful sequel to Richard Roundtree in Shaft. Chimney shaft. <laughs> right on. Where does the broom go when you are cleaning it? So chimney shaft. <laughs> right on. Yeah. Green. It's sort of, sorry, I'm, I'm going to let this go, but it's quite a sort of Robin of Sherwood. It's got a bold statement. Yes. Um, I, um, I've i got two or three green suits, green shirts. You've got a green, green suit? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I, yeah, I just love it. Wow. Well, well, I, I didn't realise it was going to be well, re- regarded with such... Horror. It's not horror. Well, if you had to wear one colour all the time, what would it be? Well, well, for starters, it wouldn't be green. <laughs> OK, look, we've established that. <laughs> Please, but it, couldn't, it can't be black, can it? Otherwise, no. you're going to be like one of those people who works in the media who thinks I wear mm. black all the time and that makes me look a bit mysterious. And a bit like Edna in The Incredibles I'd look like, so I've got to be careful of black, mm. OK? I think you might be able to guess. There is a colour that I favour a lot. You like pink. I do. You couldn't pink. wear pink all the time. I could. Uh, could you? Oh, I could, my friend. You'd have to have your eyebrows raised so they hovered three inches above your head like the Pink Panthers used to. And also, to. at this time in my life, 
I think it's so eccentric old woman living on the coast. Mm. To be totally and that's pink, what I want to be. that really would be something. Don't you think? I think I'd go brown. Brown? Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Just, it's really practical. Why are you two so earthy? <laughs> yeah, so we've gone very autumnal. Yeah, me and you could should walk in the forest and surprise <laughs> <Woodlands> people. Imps. <laughs> yeah, Sylvanian families. Yeah. Yeah. That's where and we could I'll end turn, up if it all I'll goes I'll turn on. up in a pink tiara and Man, that'd be a great where are they now? Frank Skinner and Zoe Lyons live in a wood <laughs> in Sussex. Up a tree. <laughs> Frank Skinner. Absolute radio. We've had some outside world contributions from our lovely readers. 386, in what might be the most Frank Skinner communique ever, says, it was UFO Frank. Oh, I did. I did. I, I think I did falter part way through and think, it's U- UFO, isn't it? I'm, I'm on the wrong tack. That's John from Cambridge. Thanks for helping me out with that, though, John. I, uh, I stand corrected. 988, Frank, I'm very confused. Do you mean a polo neck or a turtleneck? Oh, well, I've never, yeah. I've never really cleared that up. Uh-huh. Um, got, uh-huh. Has one got a rollover and one just round? Yeah. A okay. turtleneck is far roomier. Okay. Far roomier. There's sometimes even folds with a turtleneck. Yeah. So, I mean, a turtleneck. Well, there's folds with a real turtleneck. <laughs> <laughs> well, as I'm finding out at this yeah. stage in the game. Oh. The polo neck. Very neat. Tight. Very tight. Mm. Oh, I see. Do you see the difference? So what I'm saying is the turtle, the the polo neck is more your lot, the sci-fi people. Yes. Mm. Saying, Doctor, we need the perimeter. Um, Then you have the turtleneck is (laughs) more... No one has ever said, we need the perimeter. I don't know (laughs) what they say. (laughs) I don't know what they say, the weird hippo thing. Okay. Um... Or the turtleneck is more American mom. Mm. Okay. Well, I, I, as it was Terence, I'm going to say it was um, it was the former of those. Polo. Okay. I'm more polo than turtle. And our turtles don't really have a ne- they have a neck, but not like a scrunchy neck, do they? Are you we talking turtles now? Or turtles. The, act, the actual turtles. Oh, the actual turtles <laughs> don't have a scrunchy neck, do I, they? I don't, I don't know. I generally see them from above. Yeah. Not the tur- are we talking... Are we talking- surely a turtleneck jumper would be like a turtle where you could just pull your entire head into the jumper. Like oh, a out of the jumper. And then out of the jumper yeah. again. And, <laughs> yes. the, and you know those leather knee pads? The whole back of it would be made of that. Yeah. Wouldn't it? Yeah. That I mean, you could turtleneck you, jumper. You, you couldn't carry off an actual carapace because that would be uncomfortable. And you, your arms would go in the top, and your legs would go out the bottom of yeah. the turd. Yeah. yeah, it's a, it's a it's a it's a genuine sort of all in, all in one, all in one jumpsuit. <laughs> well, it wouldn't just be turtle. Le- I wear a turtle leg a jumper turtle leg. that incorporates <laughs> the leg holes. Um, eight nine eight four has uh, has. Uh, Got in touch to say brown only and polar next question mark. So we would be the double of Velma. Yeah, I think I would. Oh be. Yeah. yeah, you need obviously you need a horn rim yeah. spectacle. Yeah, she liked and it. I'd and I'd have then... got away with it too if it hadn't been for those pesky yeah. kids. What yeah. about um, who? What was his name? The guy with the shaggy. Yeah. 
Yeah, Shaggy. Yeah. Mm. He had, he favoured a V-neck, didn't he? Mm. Oh, Actually, very loose, loose. Almost a surgical a, a sloppy. Yeah, I think oh, yeah. Freddie. Yeah, I think Freddie might have worn a polo neck sometime. Oh, dear. You know the honky handsome one. Oh yes. The one who picked a creepy night to go for a drive. <laughs> yeah. 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 Still, I don't think we should go too far no. down this no. well-trodden comedy path. No. Scooby-Doo. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I used to do Scooby-Doo. I think I used to do Scooby-Doo material, didn't I? No, maybe not. I don't know. I don't know. It's been, it's been a uh, long time. We've also heard from the real MG. Frank, when I was pregnant, my tummy was so big mm. that everything I ate spilt down my top, so I invested in slash-neck tops... And every day after lunch at work, I'd pop to the loo and turn it round. Oh. And then put my jacket back on, sorted. It was a game changer. So the slash neck. The slash neck? Yeah. Are you familiar but, with the slash neck? Not familiar that with the, the slash neck. Like, it, it looks like it's been cut and you've put your head through it. Is it like yes, that slash neck. Yes. Is it like a food hammock? Do things just gather in your slash I don't know what that is. No, but like when you <laughs> drop food... Did she? Oh. I think slash neck was my uh, nickname at school. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. We've had a message from Chris, who appears to be a Leicester City fan mm. from his avatar. Tell Frank the Heroes of Telemark is on iPlayer at the moment. Apologies for any spelling mistakes. There you go. Okay. But you can catch it, the Heroes of Telemark. I might check. I often uh, pursue knitwear centric films. Oh, honestly. I- Frank, it'll change your life. Okay. Yeah. And Stephen Headley briefly just says on the bin theme. Yeah. You were talking about sort of puns related or stickers to, on bins or yeah. whatever. Example, Frank, you got one. Jeremy Corbyn. Jeremy Corbyn. So Stephen Headley has suggested Harold Rub Bishop. Rub Bishop. Uh, okay. As for, I thought he was going to say Harold Binter. But where's the bin As there? In, oh, rubbish. Yeah, oh, I see. Sorry, I didn't he's understand. Yeah. Um, and Trashford and Simpson. I don't know what that means. They did uh, Solid as a Rock. Oh, okay. They're a pop rock. Solid as a Rock. There you go. Yeah. Okay. I know their work, I just don't know their name. All right. That's enough on the bins. I want to know what's been happening in the world of uh, the lions. The lions? World. Yeah. I've been making some rash shopping choices. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So in the last week, I've bought... I bought a weighted vest. No. Wait, a weighted vest? <laughs> yes. Okay. Weighted at the bottom? Was no, it... weighted all over. I know cons- weighted blankets are really in at the moment, aren't they, to make you feel sort of calm and collected? I've oh, got a weighted really? Yeah, a weighted blanket. They're really heavy. Honestly, you could get trapped under a weighted blanket. <laughs> oh, you might no. have to... I would say if you're using a weighted blanket, take your mobile phone under the blanket with you in case you need to call for help and a St Bernard with a barrel of something around its that, neck. That, is that, honestly, that gives me a shudder, the idea of a weighted blanket. It's the idea... That you remember when you were a kid, when I well, certainly when I was a kid, now I used to stay at my nana's house, they had like those eider downs, eider yeah, down, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, no, the, my and then didn't blankets. Have that. She had cigarettes, and <laughs> no, we had that, we had yeah. like about 17 things on top, the top of, us of the in bed. bed, yeah. So it and then you were sort of tucked in, pre, so you basically just sort of like a like a sort of human burrito, <laughs> yeah, 
and and they they sort oh, of oh like the hospital corners yeah the, yes, yes. Yeah. Like the hospital yeah. court you, you could you could sleep you could have slept in a massive tombola canister yeah. <laughs> and you wouldn't have moved and you wouldn't have no. fallen yeah. out of bed when you could it's have been spat. rotated you could have been like a rotisserie chicken what yes I, uh, yeah. Yeah, but even that, that sounds all snog, whereas the white... i tell you what the weighted blanket reminds me of. I grew up watching a great many westerns, mm-hmm. and sometimes someone's horse would be shot from under them, and they would fall, fall. trapped <laughs> trapped under the horse. The original weighted blanket. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And you had to wait for it to decay yeah. before you could get off. <laughs> Sitting, I don't like being that close to buzzards. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Oh, do you know, yeah. I hate buzzards. Oh, yeah. Mm. Uh, anyway. And so Greedy. I haven't bought a weighted blanket. I bought a weighted vest, which is something you <laughs> put on when What's you're running. What's the point of a weighted oh, vest? Because, Frank, I'm, do, I'm training for a run, except I've forgotten to sort of train. I'm, I'm thinking, do you run over a lot of those... Um, those things that Marilyn Monroe stood above in the <laughs> seven year each, the blue oh, the, address. Yes, on. I've got to be great. careful with my flapping gear. No. Yes. But so I, my thinking was, and you'll, you'll soon find out there's no logic in this, I thought, I haven't trained enough. I'll buy something heavy to wear when I'm running so that when I take it off, I'll feel like a bird. Yeah, boxers used to run in very heavy boots so that when they got in the ring, they felt, you know, yeah. is that right? mobile. That's, yeah. that's my sort of thinking. So How heavy is It's the, not is that heavy. No. It's really not that heavy. You can get a really... I went for sort of lightweight. So I went for entry-level weighted vest. It's three and a half kilos. But honestly, after four miles, you really feel it. So hang on, okay. hang on a minute. Where are the weights? They're in the sort of side panel bits. Oh, I was thinking in the hem, the lower hem. <laughs> That's what I thought you were like. Like you, were, it was like sort of a gravity plus, like a Victorian woman's skirts. You know, I just thought you know, so it, so it, it it can't blow up or anything. I thought you were. No, it's hang like, on. So it it looks a bit like a little uh, a mini vest. Yeah. Oh, I quite yeah. like Couldn't it. you have just uh, safety pinned it to your piercings? <laughs> oh God, fine. Zoe, you were you were saying <laughs> yes. Weighted vest. I bought a weighted vest, and then so. What do I you gave, team it with? A Bermuda? What what do, what do I team it with? Oh, I've actually just bought some really. I'm going to say awesome running shorts that are quite. I would have thought all you need to do is just put another couple of pound weights and you don't need to wear anything underneath no, at all. No, you don't. Just, <laughs> just let it all hang down. Honestly, when I take this weighted vest off and start running, I'm going to be like a gazelle. Mm. Yeah. Why are the shorts so great? Because uh, they're sort of... They're sort of like a grey camouflage. Grey? Oh, yeah, grey camouflage. Grey camouflage, sure. grey camouflage grey is where I hide <laughs> yeah. nowadays. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You see, normally I don't want to draw attention to my running because I'm not what you would describe as a natural athlete. Right. Um, I I run sort of very much like a, I'm going to say, asthmatic pug. Okay. Yeah. You can hear me. Oh, yeah. For quite a way off. And flat-footed, like a sort of, and, and sort of penguin sort of gait to it. It's really not attractive. So if, for, any, if any older people near you uh, need their snow clearing, yeah, yeah. Then you me, can just run up and down just their run path. Up and down the the grey shorts are unusual. A sort of statue sheet. Mm. So what I've done, Emily, well, I, I used to hide away my running, and now I'm sort of embracing it in my weighted vest and my grey... Good on you. I like it. Be loud and proud. Yeah, 
Yeah, mm. and bright orange sunglasses. I really look quite a spectacle. Yeah, and I'm bright and no one bats Nobody an cares. Eye. Nobody cares. In fact, yeah. I'm not making that much of an effort in Brighton. No. So I so I had a word with myself for purchasing. Well, I think we can describe a weighted vest as an unnecessary item, and I thought I'm not going to do that again. I'm going to be more careful. And then this week I bought a kayak. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. So spur of the minute. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, it's not, not for really, wearing. Not for wearing. <laughs> no, no, because you need to put two leg holes in you the need, bottom. Or you need two of them where there was massive shoes, which you know yeah. I'm fond of. Quite. Is that quite, like, It's essentially a canoe. It's they, essentially they a canoe. They frighten me. I am not a great swimmer, but be, they look. You look like you're clasped. Yeah. Well, <laughs> what I've bought is is actually a paddle board with a seat that you can put on it. I bought a paddle board, right? Well, sort of like an armchair. Yeah, it's like an armchair you can put... Yeah, it's like the sort of equivalent of a sort of sofa on the on the porch. Mm. Um, I bought a paddle board because uh, it's very in. Yes, very, very I love paddle I was in the lakes recently and there was a lot it? of paddle I, I haven't done it. I, I rode. I did paddle boarding in Florida mm. and I think it might be the only sport I enjoy doing. It's it's quite Goodness. relaxing. Oh, I loved it. The problem is I have no sense of balance whatsoever, so I'm not naturally drawn. So I thought, well, well, I've bought the paddleboard, but I can't stand up on it. What am I going to do? So I bought a seat to put up in it. Well, Frank's got no sense of direction. You two should get together. Can I share this with you, Nigel Price, briefly? Yeah. With a nod to Zoe's comment regarding brandy. Yeah. Mm. St Bernard's were sent out looking for lost climbers with barrels of milk around their necks, not brandy. Oh. Okay. The tradition then is um, is incorrect. Oh. Mm. Can I just say that if I was trapped in an avalanche and I had been dug out by a, a St Bernard and there was a barrel yeah. and it turned out to be milk, I'd be bitterly disappointed. Well, you'd think it was 1977. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, also, I mean, I'm, you know, I live in Hampstead. If any of the locals <laughs> were trapped, they'd say, well, do, do you have our oat? Yeah. <laughs> um, I, can't, I can't. I'm sorry, I'm lactic intolerant. <laughs> um, so it's always such a joy to have you on the show. It's and indeed, to just to see you. <laughs> um, thank you so much for doing this morning. Thank you all for listening. If the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again this time time next week now get out